So you've been working on losing body fat percentage. Maybe you're trying to lose overall weight. Maybe you're just trying to get a more cut look, but you're struggling. You're struggling with getting that extra last bit of fat off. Well, I get it. It can be hard, but here's some surefire ways to get it off. So strap in, get ready for episode 137. Let's go. I've always been that skinny guy. Why can't I gain muscle mass? What do I do in the gym? They said I'd always be skinny. This is your complete source for how to gain lean muscle and break out of your skinny body. From nutrition to getting the most out of your workouts and everything in between. We know just how frustrating gaining muscle mass can be. But don't worry, we've got you covered. You're listening to the Bones to Bulk podcast. Hey, welcome to today's episode. My name is Brian Parody. I will be your host today. And today we're talking about getting that last bit of fat off or just lowering the body fat percentage down to get that more defined look. But before we jump into that, I have some super exciting news. You may have heard me talk about it before. If so, well, I'm going to say it again. <laughs> but I have a new number that you can text me at. Yes, that is right. The texts come directly to me and I respond and I send out weekly tips, weekly motivation, nothing spammy, nothing crazy. And you can join that by texting podcast to 706-222-7551. That's 706-222-7551. Text the word podcast. All right, let's dive into today's episode. So when it comes to getting that last bit of fat off, what do you need to do? You know, typically the last bit of fat will be in our gut area, sometimes in our hips, and it can be hard to get rid of. You know, maybe we've lost a lot of weight. Maybe we're doing good with our muscle gains, with putting on muscle mass, getting bigger, but we notice we're starting to develop a gut. What do we do to knock that off? Well, first starters, it's a very simple, but a little bit tricky at the same time. And let me explain. Fat loss, and this includes losing body fat percentage, you have to be in a caloric deficit. That means you have to be eating less than what you are burning. So if you are burning 2,000 calories a day, you need to be eating less than 2,000 calories in order to burn off that extra fat. Now, how much lower? Well, it depends on the person, but I would suggest starting out with two to three, depending on how much. If you're just trying to lose a little bit of body fat percentage, I would drop maybe two to 300 calories a day. If you are actually trying to lose weight, then I would drop it more, 500 to 750 calories a day. Now, you might be saying, well, how the crap am I going to cut more calories out without starving myself? And here's how. First off, if you don't measure what you eat, there's your first problem. Because it's so easy to grab something and say, oh, that looks like five ounces, or that looks like half a cup, or that looks like a tablespoon. And we are terrible terrible at eyeballing things and trying to determine how much that is. So break out the measuring cups, the measuring spoons, and the kitchen scale and start measuring and weighing everything. I'm telling you, I guarantee you, if you've never done this, that your eyes will be opened and you'll be like, holy crap, I didn't realize that this weighs double what I thought it weighed. Or I didn't realize a half a cup was only that amount. I'm telling you, your eyes will be opened. So go start measuring. Now, we often overlook the little things as well. For instance, let's say you have chicken and a regular baked potato and some green beans for dinner. Okay, fair enough. You track all your calories, you track all your macros, and you think you're doing good. But did you track the barbecue sauce you had with your chicken? Did you track the butter that you put on your green beans, the butter that you put on your baked potato, the ranch that you added to your baked potato, the drink that you had that maybe had calories in it? 
you've got to think about all the small things because yeah, just initially you may think, oh, it's just, you know, I'm just having a little bit of barbecue sauce. I don't need to log that. But that coupled with all the other condiments and the small little things like coffee creamer or sugar in your coffee or mayonnaise, all those things, they add up. And there's actually quite a bit of calories in those things that we don't realize. And when you think about it, if you have some condiments, let's say that includes a little bit of butter at breakfast, maybe some mayonnaise at lunch, some coffee creamer, some barbecue sauce, and some butter at dinner. That can easily add up to like 250, 300 calories a day. And that right there can be the difference between you getting off that last bit of fat and you keeping it on. So we tend to look at just the big things. Like we immediately think if we go into caloric deficit, we have to cut out foods, we have to eat less meals, we have to starve ourselves. And that is not the case. It's not the case. You know, I work with different people One of the things they say is, yes, they do have cravings for, you know, sweets or salty items the first several weeks. Sure, that's normal. But they don't feel as hungry as they thought. And why is that? Because when you start eating good, healthy, nutritious food, it fills you up longer. If you go to McDonald's and buy a Big Mac and down it, guess what? An hour later, you're hungry. You shouldn't be because there was like a bazillion calories in that thing, but you are because your body, it's like calories in, calories out. It just flushes that stuff in. It's not doing anything to satiate you, to make you full, to really build your body. So we've really got to pay attention, not just to how many calories we're eating, which that's important, but also what calories we are feeding our bodies. So I usually always, always stress to measure food, to really get in the nitty gritty with what you are putting in your body, because we so often miss little things. Like I was just saying, all the little tiny things that we don't even think about on a daily basis that we consume have way more calories in it than we think. Peanut butter, don't get me wrong. I love peanut butter and I've, I'm not against peanut butter completely. Like if you're trying to put on weight and you struggle, sure, use some, throw some in your smoothies. I did that for years. I don't use it anymore because I've just learned new things and I don't want the high fat in it. But two tablespoons of peanut butter is almost 200 calories. I mean, and two tablespoons of peanut butter is not much. It's not much at all. And so in, in recent times I've switched to PB powder, which is much lower in calories, but also much lower in fat and sugar. But what I'm saying is there's these little things that we don't really think about, and we've got to pay attention to the details. And this isn't to overwhelm you and be like, oh my gosh, I have to micromanage everything I eat. Well, you kind of do for a little while, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you have to, for the rest of your life, laborously track all your calories. Maybe you, you just hate tracking calories, but do it for at least a month. One month, honestly track every single thing that goes in your mouth. I'm telling you at the end of that month, you're going to have so much more of an understanding of what you're actually eating because you're going to look at things and you're going to know, oh, wow, I remember that had a butt ton of calories in it. And you're not going to have to necessarily pull it up. You're going to just start remembering what's in things and you're going to be more aware of what are in products. That's why I always, always, always stress track your calories. It's one of the most basic things that can change your fitness level, your body composition, just tracking your calories alone, just eating what you're supposed to from good sources. That alone, even if you don't ever work out or exercise, which don't get me wrong, I'm all for working out and exercising, but I'm saying even if you never worked out and exercises, you could either put on the weight or lose the weight you're trying to just through nutrition. You can. It may take longer for sure without the workout and exercise added in, but you can get there. That's how vital nutrition is because you can't say the reverse. 
if you work out and exercise every day, but you completely just eat garbage, guess what? Maybe it's not affecting you right now. Maybe you're young. Maybe your metabolism is just awesome. But I'm telling you, it's going to catch up to you. And it's not going to be good because you can't outwork a bad diet. You just can't. So I know I'm kind of, you know, harping on this, but like I can't stress it enough track your calories. There's tons of great free apps out there. Personally, I like the Fitbit app. You do not have to have a Fitbit to use their app. Um, It's a great one. If you're an Android user, Samsung has one built into their phones under the Samsung Health. There's an app called Lose It is another good one. My Fitness Pal. There's tons of free app. Like you don't have an excuse. They make it so easy. All you do is type in, you know, I ate five ounces of chicken breast and it automatically calculates your macros and your calories. You don't have to do the work. Like it's super easy. All right. I hope I've convinced you to start tracking if you are not already. Please, if you're on social media, check us out. We are everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, at bones to bulk. Hit me up on any of those platforms. I love to communicate with y'all. And you can text me now too. Remember 706-222-7551. Text the word podcast. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, you've got this.